One, two, three in the place to be. It's your boy Kahari D, aka K-A-Y-D. Keep at your dreams. But on this podcast, we keep at your dean. Welcome to the convertible. Finding Islam and standing tall or straight. Straight or tall. It's been a while. See how much out of practice I am for this. My podcast is suffering because of my lack of um, energy to do a podcast. Wondering where do I want to go with this podcast? And alhamdulillah. Um, I'm going to leave it up to Allah, but I'm going to tie my camel by putting this on my schedule and making it a priority and just doing it. And if it sounds good to you, then I ask that you subscribe on any platform that you hear this right now. My name is Kahari Dixon and I am a convert. Yes. I converted to Islam back into like 1997, um, 2006, I really started taking it seriously and started conforming and, excuse me, started conforming and stopped being a slave to other parts of my life. And I slowly started adapting Islam and implementing it into my life. I mean, yeah, I said I converted in 1997, but at that moment, I haven't read a Quran. I wasn't really, um, it was more of an association thing. It was more of a, I mean, yeah, it was an association thing, I'll say at the time. Um, It was more to be with my cousins and their friends because I can remember growing up, um, my mom was Christian and my mom's sister was Muslim, but most of the time I spent with my aunt, so most of the time I spent with the Muslims, Friday, Juma, um, I can remember all these things, like in the 80s, like one of the first masjids established in Chester, Pennsylvania on uh, 3rd Street, or I think it was 3rd or 2nd Street, I think it's still running today, alhamdulillah, through the grace of Allah, it's still running, um, I don't have a personal connection there, but I mean, I can remember that place when it was just walls there. <laughs> I can remember running up the steps, being allowed in the women's section. So that was like one of my first fondest memories were um, with masjids growing up. So naturally, when I was like 16 and I started flocking towards that way with my cousins and my Muslim friends um, that was with my cousins, we all established this this love, this bond. <clears throat> My bad. So, but my mom told me, I remember a conversation I had with her, right? <laughs> my mom told me, hey, man, and this is me paraphrasing. Um, I'm working on my mom getting her shahada. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Y'all make dua for her. And she told me, you know, I see you taking an interest into Islam, and that's fine that you do that, but you live under my house, and and while you live under my house, it's my rules. When you turn 18, you'll be a grown man. And I think that you'll be smart enough to make a, a, a conscious decision. Because she thought it was just a phase or a fad to me. Because I was hanging with my cousins pretty heavy. And I, you know, 
I always uh, admire that life. But anyway, so fast forward 1997, I accept my shahada that January and the rest is history. Part in this, we're going to take a break. <laughs> this, I'm recording this in my garage. I'm recording this in my garage with the door open. I'm, I'm trying to feel inspired, you know, I want to look out amongst the world. But anyway, my mom thought it was a phase. Um, at that time, you know, I can say that I can remember El Fatiha, but I, I, I don't recall. Pardon me, I had to adjust my seat. I don't recall. I don't recall me personally um, reading the Quran at the time, um, where I can remember and retain. Um, but being at my aunt's house during Ramadan and fasting with my cousins, even though I was a Muslim at the time, fasting with my cousins at the time, I can remember, you know, Al-Fatiha being said and read. I mean, Alhamdulillah. But, you know, that always had a, a peace in my mind and in my heart. So that's a truck. Like I said, we have my neighbors. <laughs> I got the garage open. 2112 Studios is now open. Front door view of my street. Welcome to Texas. <laughs> Big trucks rolling past. Anyway, man, I lost my train of thought that fast. Stuff for Allah. Alhamdulillah. So I'll go from where I remember it. You know, 1997, um, I remember taking my shahada that January. And um, I didn't think about it. That was the year I turned 18. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to fast forward now to like 2006, right? So at the time, life hits you, goes hard. And I'm bringing this all this story up because I want to tie it into another piece. And I want to give some information at the end. So here we go. As another big truck rolls by. This one is a Chevy. Excuse me, a Dodge. Other one, a Ford. <sighs> yeah, Texas. So, Bismillah. So, fast forward 2006. 2006, I'm basically back. Uh, I move away, move to Ohio, live life out there 10 years, boom. Come back 2006, forgot everything I knew, forgot who I was, basically. Um, you know, get re-educated. And at the end of my term in Ohio, I start breaking off, right? And uh, I just started doing more of a comparative religion at the time. I mean, I believe, but, you know, I said, well, maybe I didn't try the Christian thing strong enough. So I started reading the Bible. I started, basically, it was a re-education to myself. Um, after I read the Bible cover, after I read the, the Bible cover to cover, that was given to me. Um, I went over it and I started highlighting things that just didn't make sense to me. And it was on a more comparative fashion at the time. Um, but it wasn't to bring it to anyone. It was just to ask questions and ask and complete thoughts where we have like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's funny because, and this is only for me for, for something that's built on a triangle, right? 
like a trinity. And this is my thought. Forgive me. This is my thought. This is my podcast. People who look like me, think like me, they'll get this. For something that's a trinity, like you should have three, they always give you three answers. And when you have something, you always, like when you structure a sentence, you have three parts to it, right? But when I was reading, it would give you two parts, but it was always missing a part. It would never give you the three points or the facts or the complete sentence or the complete thing. It would say, uh, and this is through... This is me super, 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 super paraphrasing. And forgive me. And Allah forgive me, but this is so you guys can get it. So it would tell you Jesus prayed, but it never tell you how he prayed. S little things like that. Well, you know, three things that line up. You know? I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but it made sense to me. And... Versus at that time when I started going through, I had questions. I remember picking up a Quran and uh, it was a blue one. And if you guys watch my YouTube video um, about reviewing Qurans, you'll see the particular particular Quran I was talking about. It was the red one, but I had the copy, the version of it that was blue. And um, basically that, that, when I started reading that transliterated version or a translation of what the Holy Quran was, um, it gave me all three parts. It gave me the full meat. It was like a whole, another truck. <laughs> anyway, it gave me the full parts. It gave me the whole meat. It gave me a full meal. It gave me the whole piece. It gave me the inward. It gave me the outward and it gave me the spiritual realm of it, you know? So, it just fed me like that. So, I hope you all catch that. So, but as I'm saying this, as I'm elevating myself on the spiritual side, and I'm like, wow, this is just blowing my mind. I'm still living in the dunya. And at this time, I was like working at Kmart. And I like moved, and I was like a front desk manager. So, I was like the guy taking returns at the counter and people used to just bring me stuff. And I, I, I developed a, <laughs> this is totally off topic. I developed a, a philosophy. This is for you business owners out there where another truck, I developed a philosophy where when people used to bring stuff into me, I would return it. I didn't care. You had a Kmart receipt. I mean, it didn't even matter if it had Kmart boxing in it. People used to bring me stuff and I used to return it. But the only key was I used to give you a gift card. I would never give you cash. I would turn it into a gift card only. And I would give you the price that the register ring up. You know, you serve people. Like, you're not telling them, no, you're not embarrassing them. But at the same time, you keep them profit for your store. They're going to return this item. But then they're going to just have a fraction of a price to spend at your store. It's like a coupon. The most genius thing ever. I never argue with people. But anyway, I digress. Shout out to your business owners out there. But anyway, back to my original thing. So I'm working at the Kmart thing. So I had an opportunity where casinos had just opened up. And uh, Pennsylvania landed a gaming license. And I'm telling you this story because at that time, I had to feed kids. I wasn't the most responsible person in the world. So as I'm starting learning this, so I'm chasing the dunya. I'm chasing the dollar signs at this time. So you telling me I can work at Kmart. You telling me I can work at a casino. I have a salary. 
that's a that's a no brainer. You know where you go, especially when you have kids. You know, doing you, you know, you know. Anyway, elevating myself, and I'm finding Islam, and this is what the convertical is about. I get to a point in my life, and I realize everything that I'm involved in right now, as far as the casino life and the way I'm living right now, is totally haram. So I started making changes. And as I start making changes of it, my life started getting better. But the job got harder. The job got increasingly harder because Allah's signs were everywhere. Like I watched an old lady come to the casino on the beginning of the month. And by the third of the month, she's at the bottom of the escalators begging for money. Like that casino, I'm telling you, like as I started elevating that part started to get harder and harder and harder. And we even came to this point where I knew that my time was up there was I worked it and I started one. I wanted to start making Juma on Friday. I tried everything in the world to appease them just to have Friday off. Then I said, let me just have a lunch while I leave. They refused because it was the peak time and I was their best performer. It's weird, right? The only day, the only time that I ever wanted off or blocked time off, I even offered to work a 24-hour shift for them. You know, come in on the second shift, work the third shift manager, and then work the first shift just so I can have that time off on Friday they refused it was crazy but as I elevated my iman I started letting go of that dunya and I started trusting in Allah and next thing you know I made a dua I'm in Houston Texas boom Sheikh Walid is one of my closest friends I found Islam and started standing up right and been working actively to try to be the best Muslim that I can I still have problems, but the last 10 years I've actively been trying. I've been actively trying to find Islam and stand upright and take it upright. Alhamdulillah, I seen the NBA superstar Steven Jackson accepted his shahada. And, um, mashallah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, may Allah accept and may Allah guide him. May Allah keep the most righteous of brothers around him who he, who he has. He got a great team around him, mashallah. And I want to say this on my podcast, and um, how can I, you know, I don't, you know, we. I'm from Chester. I, I got to shout out my brother, mashallah, the top octone Trump, mashallah. Like I've been following him on Instagram, man, and... <laughs> What more can I say? The name is speaks for itself, mashallah. May Allah continue to bless everything he touches and raise him up, man. We need leaders, and mashallah, he's one. He got my vote. <laughs> mashallah. Anyway, you know, he even goes to the step of announcing it on social media. I know people who've taken their shahada over the years of being at Clear Lake Islamist Center. I know people who've accepted Islam and wanted to keep it a secret. Big, you know, mashallah, we won't go into it, but I know people who have. 
and they've just kept it low and like, yo, don't tell anybody. And you know, it's for me. You know, they don't want to, they, they don't want to expose it or bring it out. Mashallah, this dude gets on, this brother, this ak goes on Instagram, stands tall and says, Ashadu Allah, ilaha illallah, Ashadu Allah, Muhammad, then Rasulullah. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. You know, homeboy, Mashallah, I got one of the, the 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 illest podcasts out. You got Gilly, you got all the smoke. <laughs> Come on, man. He's speaking for us. He are Larry King right now. For real. He's speaking for the culture. He's speaking to 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 to, to the convertible crowd. Hear that man talk. He talking to the convertible crowd, the people who find Islam and then start standing up right. Then, you know, he has contractual agreements and things that's going on in his life. I gotta, I'm, I'm doing this to shine a light, not on him. I'm, I'm, I'm showing light under the people who are born Muslim, second, third generation Muslim that don't come from where we come from or understand the struggles or have no idea what it takes for us to come to a level and alienate ourselves against our comfort system to say that we want to be Muslim and matter of fact go against everything we ever learned in our life calm down everything we ever learned in our life we go against that natural tendency and find Islam slowly but surely turn and stand upright and under his comments, I see you guys. You trolls. You people who don't get it. You people who don't understand. Listen. Notice what I said. MashaAllah. This brother, except the Islam, he got an awesome group around him. With one person that I said that I would vote for. Anything he do. MashaAllah. Put it that way. He has an awesome support system around him. An awesome support system. That helps get him on the track. Going. Guided. MashaAllah. But. You feel the need. To go to his place of business. To. To. To, to rearrange the salt on his table. You, you feel the need to go to his, his place of business and leave pamphlets. You, you feel the need to go to his place of business and correct him. And you offer this advice that nobody asked for. And you just found out yesterday about the dude. Respectfully. Because Allah said we are brothers. I'm just talking regular. When I'm talking about somebody I don't know, I want to respect their name until I can meet them. And then I can talk to them as if we casual. But I'm still pointing a light under the comment section, under the brothers who feel as though they want to reach out and spread their, their internet fatwas on Instagram. Chills, what I'm trying to say. Understand when somebody convert, man. 
You know, Allah guided them. Allah is the turner of the hearts. He holds the hearts. He turns the hearts. He, whoever he wills. And it's hard because we go against some things. We are alienated. Life changes for us. Our families don't like us. Our friends don't like us. We are strangers in our own homes, in our own community. My best friend in my life growing up, one of the most hurtful things he ever did was call me a fake Muslim. Stung me to the core. Like, nah, man, I ain't faking, man. It's for real. But if you don't put yourself around a strong Muslim group, you go astray. Look it up. Shaitan devours the, the lone wolf. Excuse me, the lone sheep. You know? And the hadith is more particular to if two men are hanging together and they don't pray. But I'm I'm using it in this state of I alienated myself from the Muslims, so how could I ever learn or elevate or hold myself accountable or find Islam, find even more peace and stand up and stand even firmer? And this brother, mashallah, got, I mean, come on. I don't want to, may Allah accept everything the brother done, mashallah. The whole team, all the ummah, all of y'all. But I'm just using this to talk casual because I don't know if y'all know these rules or etiquette for people like me and where I'm from, but I just want to be the uncasual voice. I want to be the, uh, <laughs> I want to be the one that can say. I'm not going to do it on a comment. I want to do it in a, in a form like this because it's time for us to say our side. And that's the convertical side. Finding Islam and standing upright. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. That's right. Convertical underscore podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Allah Akbar. <clears throat> Yo, Allah, forgive me for anything that I've said that was disrespectful um Allah forgive me for my short shortcomings la ilaha illa ant sapanaka inni kuntu minna dhalimin but it had to be said to y'all man it had to be said and this is what I do the hood shake <laughs> official Midnight Holoka representer. And if you're ever down in Houston, Texas, you come to Clear Lake Islamic Center when I be down there during Ramadan. Inshallah, if we ever have a Ramadan and tunnel we pray at night when we sit and have coffee after tunnel we prayer, you know, we hang out. I usually go on these rants where I be talking to the young brothers and I'm out in Clear Lake. But you know, hip-hop has no boundaries, no borders anymore. When I was there, it was just defined in a certain zip code and on a certain radio station. Now, there are no radio stations. There's no whole bar. <laughs> the information is everywhere. And you got them running to where we're running from. And that's what I always relate to them. 
And I wanted to bring that topic up because I wanted to show them like they, 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 they look at us and these stars and they follow us because we have these basketball skills or these, uh, mashallah, so many different skills when we're talking on behalf of Mr. Tone Trump, Aki. And, uh, but they don't, you know, we just, we fear Allah, man. We try and go, we found this. We try to stand up. We try and go this way. We running from the fire. We was born in there. Our clothes, metaphorically, we coming from the, the fire with soot and our clothes are like tattered. We running. We telling the young brothers, like me personally, like I tell them, yo, I experienced a lot of L's in my life. And I want you to wear them like jewelry. Because they lessons. I tell my daughter that. I experienced the L's so you ain't got to. I'm going to give them to you as jewels. Wear them with pride. And I be trying to help them. And that's all we trying to do. You know? That's all we trying to do is warn y'all. Don't run to the fire. Go this way. So it's important when I see somebody like uh, Mr. Steven Jackson accepting Islam. Uh, mashallah. Mr. Tone Trump just, mashallah, standing tall. I'm just being himself unapologetically. More, please. We need more Muslims, please. Please. Standing and being strong on the dean and unapologetically themselves. We need respect to our African-American kings. That's in these inner cities that have been holding the dean down for years. We need some respect on their name, Sheikh. MashaAllah. We count too. We count too. We count beyond Black History Month. <laughs> we count beyond Bilal and Malcolm X. Respectfully. I think that's all I got for y'all on this convertical episode today. Just to wrap it up, man. Please. Please start with the Instagram yap, yap, yap under somebody comment. Trust me. They are right. Allah guided them. And Allah will guide them. Allah. Keep it to yourself. Twitter fingers. <laughs> stop for Allah. Let me stop playing with y'all. Twitter fingers. Mm, 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 mm. So anyway, once again, it's the Convertical Podcast. This is K-A-Y-D. Keep at your Dean, a.k.a. Kahari D, if you want to call me by my government. And this is the Converse Finding Islam and Standing Upright. Make sure you subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. And I guess that's what I got for y'all. MashaAllah. May Allah accept. May Allah forgive me for any wrong that I've done or caused through this podcast. And if you found anything valuable to it we say alhamdulillah all praise belong to Allah alone and thank you for listening to this 
Con Vertical Podcast, Finding Islam and Standing Upright with Kahari D. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.